Blessed be your name.
thank you, Holy Ghost. Raise it again. Out of it, and you are made whole right now. Anything that resembles deliverance, any kind of bondage, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I don't have time to go around individuals, so I speak generally. Right now, Anything that represents darkness in any life, I address you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Live right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout the name of Jesus. Now begin to exercise authority in his name. Speak to your life, speak to yourself. I'm not saying you speak to God, speak to the situation. Speak to yourself in the name of Jesus. Speak in the name of Jesus to your family, to yourself, to your body. Command the boy to go, command the liver to be perfected, command the kidney to be fine. Body be made whole in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I see I perceive very strongly my spirit there is a family here there's a member of the family that you've been looking for for a long time 
you just don't know where the person is a missing person and it's been a concern for the whole family because of what the lord is doing this morning the person will walk back into the family in 10 days you shall see the person and the person will be perfectly restored back oh jesus we give you praise genesis chapter 40 genesis 40 now i'm going to request that you find a way to listen to the message of the first service let's read genesis 40 very briefly it came to pass after these things that the butler of the king of egypt and his baker had offended their lord the king of egypt verse 2 and pharaoh was wrought against the officers against the chief butler and against the chief of bakers number three verse three and he put them in the world where joseph was bound verse four and the captain of the guard verse five um, and they dream a dream now pay attention here both of them each man is dream in one night each man according to the interpretation of his dream and the butler and the baker verse 6 and joseph came in in the morning and he looked upon them behold they were sad seven and he asked pharaoh's officer say why are you so sadly why you look so sadly today and they said to him we have had we have dreamed a dream and there is no interpreter and joseph said unto them do not interpretations belong to god Tell me, I pray you. And the chief butler said, In my dream, behold, a vine was before me, and the vine were three branches, and it was though bordered, next verse, just to end the dream, and Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and then verse 12. And Joseph said unto him, This is the interpretation of it. The three branches are three days, and so forth verse 22 hallelujah but he hanged let's start from verse 20 verse 20 it came to pass on the third day which was pharaoh's birthday that he made a feast unto all his servants and he lifted up the head of the chief butler and the chief baker among his servants verse 21 and he restored the chief butler unto his butlership again and he gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. Verse 22. But he hung the chief baker. Now the last part is very important. Not as they dreamt. The event did not happen according to their dream. The event happened according to the interpretation that Joseph gave to them. Is that what the Bible says? You can have your say, God bless you. Hallelujah. Mm. Interpretation. So these guys had dreams. In three days, one was restored. And in three days, one was executed. And the Bible says it happened to them according to Joseph's interpretation. Uh, let's begin by saying Life is not about what is going on in your life. 
It is more of the interpretation of what is going on. Are you alive this morning? If you read further, later Pharaoh to had a dream. It did not happen according to the dream of Pharaoh also. It happened according to the interpretation given to the dream. So let's start by saying number one, interpretation of your life is more important than the matters going on in your life. Number two, nothing will happen to the dream, good or bad, until an interpreter comes in. So one was lifted according to what the interpreter said, and one was executed according to what the interpreter said. Who is the interpreter? So in 1 Corinthians 14, Paul began to speak to the church. That when you pray in tongues, also pray for interpretation. Why? The core of the matter is interpretation. Hallelujah. Listen to me this morning, those who are here and those who are watching. Life goes in a way of dreams. Sometimes you sit on your bed, you sit in your office. There are imaginations and ideas, there are pictures. Pictures are not ordinary. Some of those pictures, now this is what makes life very dangerous. The prevailing picture of your heart, which is called imagination, when it lingers in certain part of your being for too long, it's like you want to take a picture of somebody. The camera can only reproduce what it focuses on. You can't take a, I cannot want to take a picture of Sister yesterday now, and turn the camera this way. If I want to take a picture, I have to focus. Once I focus and light shines, once I snap and I focus, whatever posture she is now will be replicated on my phone. Your mind. Now, the truth of God's word, an angelic intervention per time, the move of the spirit, things that you cannot see with your optical eyes, they represent the light at times. And when your imagination is long drawn over a matter, when care is not taken, that matter is what your life reproduces. Hallelujah. But then what we are looking at this morning is that there can be a dream of a governor in you. There can be a dream of a great person in you. A dream of a great family, great children and grandchildren. Every time you sit, God communicates not only through the word, God communicates through pictures also. There are some pictures in your other. Others don't have it. You are the one who wants to be what you want to be because eternity is written in the heart of men. Many people don't think the way you think. You think because of the picture that God has put inside you. I don't have a picture of becoming president, for instance, or governor. It's not a lucrative thing to me. It does not make sense to me. Why? My, the, the matters of my life, it's not that way. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, I don't dream of becoming a CEO. I've been withdrawn from that. Now, you don't think what I think. I don't think what you think. So, in other words, somehow, God has a silent way of releasing pictures into people's hearts that is destiny be calling unto you to show you the direction that God wants to take your life to. But here is the point. Whether the picture is in form of a dream, 
or it's just imagination that stays in your heart. Something that now, in the realm of the spirit, none is not superior to another. Not everybody will dream like Joseph or like the butler. Some people's dream will not happen in the night. It's a broad daylight thing that stays in their hearts. Are you getting what I'm saying? So among those who have climbed the ladders of success all over the world, if you ask some of them, there were some that it was communicated in the form of a dream what they would become alive. For some, it was just a knowing that this is the way I'm supposed to go. And you are going to find all of them on top of the ladder. So one is not superior to another. Now here is the point. Regardless of the direction or the mode of God's communication of the vision to you, whether it's a dream in the night, a trance, open vision, or just a knowing in your spirit, it remains undone until there is an interpreter. I want to show you how big this can be. Job 33, and I want us to read from around verse 20. I want to show you something. See, those guys were in the prison until an interpreter came. Now look at this. Job 33. Let's start from around verse 19. He is chastened, also with pain, upon his bed, and the multitudes of his bones with strong pain. This is describing a man. Verse 20. So that his life abhorred bread, his soul dainty meat. Verse 21. His flesh is consumed away. It cannot be seen. His bones, they were not seen, stick out. Aye. Verse 22. Yeah, his soul draweth nigh unto the grave. His life to the destroyer. But look at the next verse. If there be a messenger with him, an interpreter, one among a thousand, to show unto man his uprightness. Verse 24. Then he is gracious unto him and saith, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. Verse 25. His flesh shall be fresher than a child. Can you imagine? He was going down the grave, dying. And the Bible says, he only needs one thing. If there is a messenger who is an interpreter and he can interpret God's part to him, then his flesh that was being consumed will suddenly become fresh. And the Bible says death will be cancelled on his behalf. Then the voice says that no more grave. I have found the ransom. In other words, someone else goes down, not him. But there is a condition. If a messenger, not just him, a messenger that is an interpreter, it can be one in a thousand. That means interpreters are not common. Daniel chapter 5. One of the gifts that God bestowed on Daniel. And we end this message somewhere here. What goes on every Sunday when we come to church? And then what happens every time you kneel down in your house and you pray or you sit on your bed? Now, the Bible didn't tell us that kneeling down to pray is, more, is, is superior to any other mode of prayer. But what happens when you start communicating with God? See, this is why a prophetic word comes. Like, I think he was jogging in the morning. He didn't join any political party. He passed by Bishop Aloke. Bishop Aloke said, come. I don't know you. You don't know me. But you are the next governor of Delta State. He said, sir, I hate politics. He said, number one. Many of you don't know the kind of grace of Bishop Aloke. The same thing. He said, I don't, he said sir, don't, don't even don't talk about that. 
He said, number two, I'm from a tribe in Delta that we don't become governor. He said, I mean, if they are in things, it's not our tribe yet. He said, well, I don't know you. I don't know your tribe. I don't know Delta. But I know Jehovah. He said, I too, I was just taking a jog. I was trying to jog in the morning. And the Lord said, call that man and tell him. They are still close up to now. So that was how he became governor. Mr. Luke was in his office. He just opened newspaper and he, saw, and he was looking emaciated. He said he just couldn't go beyond that page. And he preached for two hours praying in tongues. Then he asked all his pastors that who knows so he left the issue. Because if it is God, he left the issue. He went to preach in a church called VLBC in Abeokuta. I know the church and ministry there next month, their men's convention. He went to preach in the church. And for some reason, Pastor Lawrence Achidumi Apostle, that's the pastor. He just told me, Look at that, sir, let me show you somebody. He had forgotten. He said, Oh, call her for me. He said, Mark, can we see your husband? Lawrence said, I just came out of cell. Please. Oh, he said, I was one time president, yet they arrested me and put me in prison. I don't want to have anything to do with any politics again. He said, But this is what the Lord is saying. He didn't become president, he now become governor. You see, these matters were upon their life. If there was no interpreter, they would just pass like that. There are people listening to me this morning. Only God knows. Ah, there is a story. Was it Jeroboam in the Bible? Who was running away? And he met Prophet Ahijah. And he took a cloth and shredded it into twelve. He said, the tribe of David will now have two. He said, you that you are a servant, ten tribes belong to you. And Jerubal was like, sorry, I'm not a king, I'm not a priest, I don't know how this will happen. He said, that is it. One among a thousand. Once there is an interpreter, the shape of the journey changes. Ah, there is grace to interpret this morning. <laughs> this is why the part of your part and the person will marry will cross. There is an interpreter speaking this morning. Hallelujah. Whatever dream, whatever vision that you are sent into this world with, whatever dream, whatever tape is playing in your spirits, and there's no correlation between what you see spiritually and what you are physically, in the name of Jesus Christ, lift up your right hand wherever you are. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, supernaturally, your journey begins to go the way of God's plan for your life. Hi. In the morning, I spoke about the jar of oil. I spoke about the prophetic word and I spoke about verses from other people. And I talked about those are the three things that must interplay to experience divine abundance. Those three things must come together. I want to appeal one more time. See, there is a connection between what I said in the morning and what I'm saying. I'm appealing to everybody one more time. Get, our messages are free. We don't sell them. Get the message of first service and listen to it. Then listen to this one I'm sharing again. There is something happening right in this month as we are journeying towards October. Let's read Daniel. Daniel chapter 5. Let's start from verse 9. From verse 9. Then was the king greatly troubled, 
His countenance changed in him, and his lords were astonished. Verse 10. Now the queen, by the reason of the words of the king, came into the banquet house, and the queen spake and said, O king, live forever. Let not your thoughts be troubled, nor let your countenance be changed. Once there is no interpreter, your thoughts will be troubled. You just don't know what life has to offer you. Now the queen said this. Now look at, carefully look at these words. You know, it was Daniel that came and he said that, what is the finger writing on the wall? Nobody knew. And Daniel said, it is called Mene Mene Teker of Asim. And he said, this is the meaning. This is the interpretation on the handwriting of walls. In everybody watching me and those who are here, whether you are a doctor or whatever, there are handwritings on the walls of your life. It takes an interpreter to tell you. Now, if you are born again, the handwriting has no negative thing. It is positive. God does not write something negative for his children. But you see, there are negative things written by the devil that the blood has to take off. If care is not taken, you know, there are Christians who have died prematurely, not because it was their time to go, an interpreter. I will never forget. It happens a lot in America because they go through treatment a lot there. But it also happened in America then, this particular one, when a guy will, can I take you say, pray for one woman and who felt she had committed an unpardonable sin. And when they got to the asylum, they told them that many people come there. They call upon the name of Jesus. They are lunatics now. And they talk about the fact that they cannot be forgiven. That's why they are there. This guy, when he was young, used to have sex with their dog. And one day went to a church and he sat at the back. And he heard the pastor talking about the unpardonable sin. And he went after he started to see the pastor. And he opened up to the pastor. I used to have sex with her. I used to practice bestiality. But I'm, I'm a Christian now. And the Bible says, ah, that's an abomination that God can never forgive you. That you are doomed to go to hell. And the thing started disturbing him psychologically. And then he ended up in a psychiatric world. Believing that he can never be forgiven. Where is that in the Bible? An interpreter confused him. And immediately a demon entered and made him mad. This is why it becomes necessary, which I've told you here before. Who do you submit yourself to? Submit yourself to the word of God. If they say this guy is a prophet, he comes to your shop and he begins to blab and you allow him, you have just lost your control to the person. And if we don't pray over this shop, it will catch fire. If we don't pray, your husband will walk away and you start accepting and swallowing those things. They will begin to happen because you believe. It's amazing how many people pray in tongues who still submit themselves to some funny prophet here and there who control their life. So now you cannot travel without calling a prophet. I am traveling to you. Ah! I seek her some assorting. And then you are afraid. I say, you know what? Don't worry. For you, I will pray. Go. And then as you are going, you see a trailer with some assault, truly. Say, I told you, my prayer covered you. You are, somebody's playing a game with your life. And you are allowing it. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And these things happen to people when people have hindrances in life and problems. That's where these people come in. See, Captain D preached a very powerful message on Wednesday. Oh God, is God good? 
that was a powerful message. And I was telling them in the office yesterday, this is very deep. You see, except God lifts you up at times and it shows you a greater purpose, at times you will think God is not good. And the illustration he gave, if you wanted to travel and at the airport you were, you were to collect 10 million in Abuja and you must arrive there. And they started canceling flight, canceling flight, delaying flights. And you pray, 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 and there's no airline carrier. You get angry. You even get a why God is not answering you, why God is allowing you to block now. You've lost the 10 million. You go on your way back home. Now, if all of a sudden you turn your TV and you saw that the plane left 30 minutes after you left, the plane flew, and God destroyed everybody in the plane died. What was evil three hours ago will no longer be evil now. Why? It's a matter also of interpretation. Philippians 1 to Paul said the things that have happened to me, they've turned to the furtherance of the gospel. In Romans 1, he talked about coming to a particular church to impart them. Before he could get there to impart them, he was arrested and put in prison. If that church had printed posters, they would have been like, ah, they arrested Paul. Paul can't come to our church again. Oh, Paul, like Benny, can't come over. Oh, oh, God. Now, Paul is arrested. He can't come. All those is uncatchability uh, in the sick are stopped. Now he's in prison. But you see, if God lifts any member of the church, lifts the person up, and shows the person 2,000 years' time, all of us seated there, plus churches in America, in Europe, everywhere, where we are reading the epistle of Paul every Sunday morning, then you will realize that the imprisonment was a blessing, not a curse. But you can't see it like that at that moment. Because if he, don't, if he did not go to prison, he wouldn't write those letters. Look at how many people the letters of Paul have healed today. In other words, there are events in your life that might look like a negative event. Until God showed. That was what happened to Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. He said something was going on. He said he prayed three times that it would depart from me. Instead of God letting it depart, God said, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made manifest in your weakness. That means we are not removing that weakness. We just let you live above it. Then Paul said that I began to rejoice in my infirmity. In other words, some days ago I was praying that Lord, this thing is evil, take it away. It's after God showed me a few things, I am rejoicing over the same thing. If I spend quality time praying about something and I don't receive, I seem not to receive an answer, I am not bothered at all. I don't know how to question and harass God. There are seasons in God. No matter how much you love a child, if he's four, you will not give him the car to keep to your car. He can cry, he can fret, you cannot. So some things are a matter of seasons. Part of how you will know what is for now, what is for then, is also an interpreter. He allows you to know what is going on in your life now just for a while. Or this is the work of the devil, or this is God at work. Who is the interpreter? And how do I interpret? Let's rise. I want to stop here. Have we started well? Listen to me, everybody. Don't miss... Um, don't miss any of the next several Sundays. We have 14 Sundays to the end of the year. The first seven will be serious here. Hallelujah. What I'm about to do briefly now is what I discussed for service about the prophetic word coming over your jar of oil. As I look at people seated all over this place and those who are watching us, 
Greatness is part of your life. But there is need for an interpreter. Some of you as you drive around Lagos or whatever city you are living in, what everyone says about you is so huge. People that you read about, people that you know about, are not more skillful necessarily than yourself. The Bible says time and chance. The race is not to the swift. I am sure if the baker did not meet Joseph or the butler, it wouldn't be restored. It's always according to the interpretation of your dream. Every dream needs an interpretation. As you sit on your bed, sometimes switch up the light, you are lying down on the bed, the dreams and the pictures are playing. They've been playing for years and you are wondering whether it will come to pass. You know, a guy he sang a song some years ago, what am I going to be, what I want to be, time is thinking, everyone, uh, do dreams ever come to, in this? it was a song of frustration. He was saying that, do dreams ever come to pass in this part of the world? No, it's a dream that has no interpreter. That might sit in the dark. Pharaoh to even Pharaoh, he himself didn't know what to do. See, this is not limited to somebody that is uh, going through something. Nebuchadnezzar, the greatest king of the world at that time, had a dream. And he too needed an interpreter. Daniel had a dream. That of Pharaoh came as he sat and he started asking a question. After now, what next? There are people watching me, you are asking questions. You are 30. And the question about this is, when I'm 50, what is going to be happening? With this person you are engaged to now, what you are dating now, what does the next 20 years hold? Okay, here is a child before you, and you are putting so much money to send him to school. But what becomes of this child? Interpreter. The father of Noah, look at Noah as, a, as an infant, a, a baby in his hand, and he said, this guy will deliver us from the art that God has caused. He was not a prophet, but he was an interpreter. 500 days after that, Noah was pioneering a new world. How did the father know? Do you know the meaning of your firstborn? The meaning of the one you argue with and you fight? An interpreter. Why did you go to the secondary school you went to? Why are you in nature day? Why are you watching me this morning? You know why I like that song so much? When he comes in his majesty, he does whatever he feels like doing. And sometimes it is good to learn to humbly break down before God and just be like, look, outside of your interpretation, life is too complicated. I might, there are many things I don't know, but if I lay that at your feet, there is no problem. Because the one that I erroneously get into, mercy will take me out of it. Once I can worship at your feet, mercy will guide me. He said to David, I swear to you, if your, your descendants, if they offend me, I will whip them. But my mercy will never depart from them. Lift up your hands. I believe God will interpret certain things to some people. In two minutes, worship Him. You are able to make all things. Your majesty. Sing it again. 
Everybody lift up your hands and I want to give you three minutes to pray everywhere here. Jesus said, my house shall be called the house of prayer. I want everybody to pray. Pray as you are left. Pray as you are. Take any position you like. If you want to sit down, sit down, no problem. Take any position you like that will let you pray very well. And talk to God. If you want to kneel down, it's okay. If you want to sit down, sit down. If you want to stand, stand. Just in three minutes, communicate with God. Just pray. Pray about the dreams of your life. Pray about things in your heart. This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. How does this business move from this level? To the highest level you have dreamt of it but there is a gap Isolate yourself, you will get well. None of nobody will die of it. A few people have had it and they recover perfectly. So we thank God for that. But this is a problem that comes and it goes. It was just brought to my attention. So I see your brain wants to see. It's been happening for years. And it comes and it goes. Sometimes it gives you a feeling as if you might like you want to die. Whatsoever is causing that irregularity in your breath. At the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. I declare chest clear. Breathing normalized. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. No heart attack. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we give you praise. We worship you. 
There will be so many miracles of provision this week. God just providing for people and helping them. We bless the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.